Manna or Meatloaf, episode 62. Don't just go, grow. Hello, hello. So this past week, our office manager, Kathy, bought me the most thoughtful gift. And with the card that came with that gift were the beautifully inscripted words of the sentiment I believe I've heard before, but this time I really heard it. You know what I mean? It said, don't go through life, grow through life. Wow. I literally cannot stop thinking about that. And so I've been asking myself some real questions about how I'm going through life right here and right now. You want to join me? (laughs) When I reflect, I do feel like I'm growing in a lot of ways. I've learned to master the compilation and distribution of a podcast and all the technical things I didn't have the inklings of a clue before. So that's got to be something, right? And I'm learning a lot more about myself in the process and just how much I need this work and the designated concentrated effort on the things that I need to be personally working on. There are a few other things I recognize as well, but sadly, I fear I might be letting myself off the hook when it comes to real significant growth. In fact, if I'm being honest, right now I might feel a bit like I'm muddling through in a lot of areas of my life. I think sometimes we all find ourselves just kind of settling where we are because, well, it's just plain easier, and by nature, we're inclined to take the easiest course, not the course less traveled. You know, the one where we have to charge ahead using the machete to carve our way through an unfamiliar jungle. And just because we feel like life is a challenge doesn't mean we shouldn't be challenging ourselves to grow through those experiences, right? So I found this thought land squarely in my noggin. Instead of just putting your shoulder to the wheel and pushing along, so to speak, in order to have something to show for this period of life, I'm going to need to push myself to grow. So how are you doing in the areas of personal, physical, intellectual, and spiritual growth? Ogmandino said, quote, The important thing is that we must be constantly moving forward. Yes, the progressive realization of a predetermined goal, and our growth should never end, end quote. So upon further reflection and a date with a pen and a pad, I wrote down a few areas that I really wanted to grow in, and I'll challenge you to do the same. The first was to grow in gratitude. Now, you know as well as I do that the antidote for a crappy, poor me, this stinks attitude is to switch the gear to one of gratitude. I know that's not always easy, but after an Oprah Winfrey episode about a decade ago, I started writing in a gratitude journal. Yes, I bought myself the prettiest leather-bound book that I could find, and I put it right next to my nightstand, complete with a really smoothly writing pen, and I told myself I couldn't go to sleep till I wrote down at least 10 things I was grateful for that day. And then I did the same thing first thing in the morning. Now I need glasses (laughs) to see anything first thing in the morning, but do you know what? That really works for intentionally planning your thoughts in the right direction. And that's definitely something I'm going to start again. Now, actually, have you ever tried it? I can't recommend that practice enough. The next thing is to grow in good health. I'm not going to call the growth of the numbers on my scale a real win. I need to grow in health. And that's where that weight can circle back around and bite you in the 53-year-old fanny. Ouch! 
This perspective has given me a pretty good wake-up call to taking my health for granted for most of my life. And here I am, yet again, getting to make the same decision to either move forward or throw my hands up in the air again because I'm feeling the pushback of middle age. What can we do to challenge ourselves and grow in good health? Does it mean preparing for your first marathon like my daughter-in-law's? Or lessening your sugar, soda, or chocolate intake? That one's so stinking hard. For me, it may, and I say that word very loosely, look like a gym membership that will have me and Doug's names on them. Yikes, you guys. You may not believe this, but I've been in a gym exactly once. True story. Once in my entire life. You see, I'm strongly opposed to me in spandex in public. But I need to move now. And I've had a lot of people tell me it's the best way to move there in a gym with friends and music. So maybe I'll keep you guys posted on that one. But for sure, it will include the Home Fresh membership that we just signed up for so that we, did you catch that, Doug? Wink, wink, can cook healthier without as much time. And we've also committed to going for a walk every evening together after work. And I really look forward to that one a lot. What about growing with goals? It is said that a goal not written is just a wish. What are your goals? Do you have room to grow through setting appropriate goals for self-development? Do you currently have short-term and long-term goals written out with a step-by-step plan and a timetable of how to achieve those goals? Do you have goals for every area of your life, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual? So every single New Year's Day for most of my adult life has found me writing my goals for the new year and recalling how well I did on last year's. This past January, if you remember, it was a really weird one in the depths of the COVID pandemic. And it just now occurred to me this past week, almost six months into 2021, that I don't have written goals. No wonder I'm feeling like I'm muddling my way through. I don't have my destination preset in my internal GPS. The good news is it's never too late to make that change. This moment can literally change the trajectory of not only our days, but our months, years, and the full future of our lives. I'm rectifying this oversight right now. How about you? What are your goals? Growing in gumption is next on my list. What does that mean? Gumption means spirited initiative and resourcefulness. Doesn't that sound awesome? Who doesn't want to be that person? Someone with gumption is someone with guts, who's not afraid, but is courageous and determined to move forward. I'll be completely honest here. There are several areas of my life where I'd rather fly under the radar just a bit, believe it or not. And without being prideful, I see that if I could build my little gumption muscle, I could have a broader reach and use my gifts and talents to be a better tool in God's hands to help build his kingdom here on the earth. I need to not allow fear to get in the way of my success or my happiness. I was just recently asked to emcee a big event. I didn't want to commit and not be able to give 100% due to my heavy workload, so I politely declined. But I secretly knew I'd be scared to death to be scrutinized by that many people. I need to work on that little gumption muscle, like I said, so that I can fearlessly and unapologetically reach out and grab the opportunities that come my way, or even better, make my own way. What would you love to do that scares you to death? Is there anything on your bucket list that you'd really like to try? Is there something that 
deep inside you know you should be working on, but just can't get up the courage to start? David Viscott was quoted as saying, quote, If you could get up the courage to begin, you have the courage to succeed. The purpose of life is to discover your gift. The work of life is to develop it. The meaning of life is to give your gift away, end quote. Last, but certainly not least on my list of areas I'd like to see more personal growth, is growing with God. On the church's blog, I found this little gem called Try This for a Change, Four Simple Steps to Self-Improvement by Sean Johnson. He said, quote, We forget sometimes when making plans to improve to check in with the one who made the plan. The scriptures promise that he shall direct our paths. If only we will ask. But do we remember to ask? He knows us and our spiritual blind spots better than anyone. If we humbly inquire, what lack I yet? Then he can inspire us to consider paths that we may have overlooked, but that lead to the most joy, end quote. Isn't that awesome? Oh my gosh, I just loved that. Spending more time investing in my relationship with my Father in Heaven and my Savior, His Son, Jesus Christ, is one way I can grow with God. For me, mornings, and especially early before the rest of my day intrudes, is when I am most clear and alert. So setting aside more time every day to really converse and study and learn to know His will on my behalf helps me feel more centered and capable in all areas of my life. No one appreciates being in a one-sided relationship. I have one family member who is currently working through the people in her life to weed out those who are not willing to invest as much in a relationship as she is, and we certainly don't ever want God to feel that way, that we only turn to Him when we need something, do we? So how can we grow with God? Can we grow toward Him? Or maybe submit to His will completely so that He can help us grow? Now, you might ask yourself a few of these questions, like I did, to find the answers for you. One of God's greatest gifts, President Monson taught, is the ability to try again and again and again. In his talk titled The Will Within, Ensign 1987, he said, quote, Our responsibility is to rise from mediocrity to competence, from failure to achievement. Our task is to become our best selves. One of God's greatest gifts to us is the joy of trying again, for no failure ever need be final, end quote. Like I've told my children all their lives, God knows us better than we know ourselves, and He knows how utterly imperfect we are. But I believe He never wants us to stop trying to improve. The best advice I can share on personal growth, where we can improve, stretch, and grow, and how to prioritize that growth, is found in the New Testament. We all know the story of Saul of Tarsus, right? Saul was going about threatening the disciples of the Lord. And in chapter 9 of Acts, we read verse 3, And as he journeyed, he came near Damascus, and suddenly there shined round about him a light from heaven. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And he, trembling and astonished, said, Lord, what wilt thou have me do? Verse 6 continues to tell Saul exactly what God wanted him to do. And guess what? He'll do exactly that for us too. So start there by asking, Lord, what wilt thou have me to do? 
to grow in the important areas of my life, those areas that will bless me and others. So this week, I want to challenge each of you to do some internal homework, and let's make a goal not to just go through life, but to grow through life and enjoy your week. See you next time. (music) 